Hello everybody, and welcome back to OMB Reviews. I am the critic who is a cynic. How is everyone doing this evening? Welcome back to the channel. Hope everyone's having a fantastic weekend journey. Mine has been going well so far. Had some barbecued chicken and sausage for dinner, and it was delicious. Nothing's better than food cooked over a pit, over a grill, especially the wood pellet grills. Uh, I've just... Fallen in love with my grill, and again, shout out to Freya for giving me that for my birthday last year, but I hope everyone is doing swimmingly, and also welcome to episode 221 of the Welcome to Asgard podcast, because yes, indeed, this is uploaded as a podcast after the show is over, typically about an hour or two after, and it is uploaded to all major podcasting platforms, and so if you like listening to these as podcasts, thank you very much. Please make sure you leave some ratings on those places, and also a shout out to Toph Morse, who is a monthly backer over on anchor.fm so shout out to you good sir how is everyone doing man it's a uh, it's been a little bit crazy it's been a little bit crazy as you all might be aware maybe you're not aware my second channel the omb report has officially been demonetized they have stripped it from monetization program they have since also deleted two of my videos over there it's the first time i've ever had any videos in the two, almost three years that I've been on this platform, ever to have ever had any video be deleted. And so we talked about this a bit last night on Friday Night Tights because I know that Eric D. July, Young Rippa, shout out to Young Rippa, I know that he is a huge proponent of an alt tech platform. And that's what we'll be talking about tonight is Odyssey. And I've actually been on Odyssey for a while because I had my account, my OMB Reviews account, backed up over on Library. I feel like that's years ago at this point because someone years ago had said, hey, it's good just to back it up and it's automatic and so once you do it once, you're fine. And I did. And then I've also found the library platform to be kind of odd. I just I couldn't understand it quite. I didn't have a very good interface in those early days and so I just kind of left it alone because, hey, videos are still going to be backed up there so that's all fine and dandy. Well, since that time, Odyssey, which is using the library platform, essentially is almost like a skin over the library platform, and it essentially is, I think, in all honesty, one of the best competitors, at least look-wise, to what YouTube is, because it does a lot of the things that YouTube used to do, and I think it does it in many cases better, and in other cases, it still needs to be polished a little bit, because it is, again, a somewhat new alt-tech platform. They actually just released their app on iOS uh, yesterday, so I actually downloaded it on air on Friday Night Tights. And it was uh, really cool to, to play around with that app. It's still got a few bugs, especially when you're searching things and it randomly the keyboard will go away and then you click on a link that you don't want to click on and, and a video will pop up. But again, those are things that will get worked out. What I have realized, though, is on Android, though they don't have the Odyssey app, they do have the library app. And because my channel is backed up through the library platform, you can actually access my channel on the library app on Android. So if you have Android, it's LBRY. You can download that app on Android and get access to my channel there. And you can also, of course, on iOS, download the Odyssey app and download it there as well. And essentially, because my OMB report channel has been demonetized, I've decided to let my Odyssey account for that channel be my primary channel. Uh, and so, therefore, I'm uploading my videos there first. I'm gonna try and see if there's a way 
where when I upload to Odyssey, it can also mirror over to YouTube, which I'm imagining is a lot more difficult than the other way around. Uh, today, I had to manually upload it, but I'm kind of giving up on the YouTube side of things on the OMB Report channel because of the lack of monetization and the fact that my videos are now getting deleted, and I'm pretty sure the video I posted today will probably get deleted at some point in the future. So if you like the OMB Report channel that I've been doing, please follow me over on Odyssey. Again, I think it's a really cool, uh, really cool alt tech platform. Plus, you have some major players over there. So obviously, people that I follow, like Tim Pool, Young Ripa, are over there. You also have uh, Dave Cullen, right? Dave Cullen, who has been essentially kicked off of YouTube and has just turned his back on it, right? He is very much, you know, he's a big proponent of things like BitChute, but he also uploads to Odyssey as well. So you have a lot of major names over there, and I think it's actually a pretty cool platform. And we'll go over a little bit about what the platform looks like as well. Uh, but anyway, I just want to get that initial thought out of the way because, yeah, when we talk about that, we're talking a little bit about cryptocurrency as well because one of the other things I love about Odyssey is that it is crypto-based. And so you can gain essentially free crypto for watching videos, engaging, being on the platform for a while, uploading content there too. And with that, then you can donate to other channels or you can cash out. I, I haven't figured out the whole cashing out thing yet, but... Apparently, I have a crap ton of tokens on the OMB Reviews channel that might be worth a, a, a decent amount of money because it's just been accumulating over the past you know years and several months. So I'll have to look into that. But it's still kind of cool just to know that there is indeed a way to monetize outside of YouTube. And I know that Honestly, right now is one working on live streaming. So that's going to be like their next big thing. And they're also working on getting ad integration too, which will be another huge thing. So it's kind of cool to see this, this platform in its early stages. I think compared to the other alt tech platforms that I've been looking into, it's the most polished of them all, especially for videos. Cause you all know that I started doing my videos and uploading my videos on rumble, but I just really didn't like uh, the Rumble platform. It was just very confusing. They had a thousand different monetization options and none of them actually worked. And so it was just kind of odd. It didn't really make a whole lot of sense. So the fact that Odyssey is just nice for smaller channels like mine and, and can not just mirror your content and back it up and protect it, but also you can get involved with cryptocurrency and things like that. I just, I like platforms that can take care of the little guy, like the, the platforms that you don't have to reach a certain level in order to start, you know, being able to do something and, and get something for the work that you're putting out there and the effort that you're putting out there. Again, I just, I like that overall. So yeah, my second channel, OMB Report, the main hub of that is finally going to be now on Odyssey. So again, you can find a link in the description below if you want to uh, support me over there. This channel too, OMB Reviews, is also up on Odyssey as well. Though right now, things are fine on YouTube, and I know the, the crux and the main portion of my people are YouTube-based, and so I have no plans to leave YouTube for the time being for the OMB Reviews channel. Uh, but obviously, once live streaming becomes a possibility over on Odyssey, hopefully I can get my restream to work with it, and that way I can get multiple streams going at the same time for anyone that does want to watch over there. But yeah, if you are done with YouTube, if you're tired and sick of all these things, I'm uploading my videos and they're going to be uploaded to Odyssey as well. And so that is an alternative option for people that are sick and tired of YouTube. And again, I understand it. I'm also still very much based on Minds for the very same reason, right? It's, it's crypto based. It's a decentralized platform, which again, I, I'm becoming a more and more of a fan of. It's a free speech platform. So I upload my OMB reviews videos directly to Minds as well. And then on on Minds Plus, I upload my OMB report videos there because I'm just playing around with the uh, with the Plus option. But it will still be available on Odyssey and, of course, on YouTube, unless, of course, 
they take it down. And one last thing before I jump into the chat, I am wearing the newest shirt of the OMB Reviews channel. It is Bob the Midichlorian. Look at this little dude. He's got his little hard hat on. If you want the hardest working midichlorian in the galaxy, check out my Teespring. <laughs> you find a link for it in the description below that can also uh, support the channel as well. And you get a free, or not a free, you get a t-shirt out of it as well with your support. And yeah, Bob the Midichlorian. My wife designed this and I'm very proud of her. And we wanted to order one just to make sure that it printed okay and that the design didn't have any flaws on it. And it's, it looks nice. It's the comfort tee, and it's very, very soft. So, anyway, enough enough, uh, <laughs> enough promotion. Let's dive into the chat. Thirsteenth Warrior at 602 was here. says, I succeeded in being the first to post. Is it a dubious honor? Kind of. But, hey, congratulations. Slicer Neons is here. Orange Hat Reviews. Howdy, howdy, howdy. says, Odyssey, Crypto, Movie Talk. I choose Movie Talk for 2000, Odin. <laughs> well, too bad you're going to get it all tonight. <laughs> JRoar123, what's going on? Glad to have you here. FCC2014, who is a member. Hail to you. Andrew Hoyle says, hail all. I'm in Manchester, and it's freaking freezing. Oh, no, Mr. Bigglesworth. It's freezing over there. That's not good. It is kind of cold over here. It's in, like, the low 40s. It's probably colder up where, where Tina is right now. But we have a... Yeah, we, we might get some wintry mix tonight. And I'm hoping that it turns into snow. Because I just want some snow. I know the Northeast has gotten a lot of it recently. But, hey, uh, us down here in Tennessee, we we want to have some, too. Be nice to have a random snow day. Haven't had one of those in a long time. Pat S., who's also a member, hail to you, good sir. Says, hail all. Just finished watching The Quick and the Dead. Sharon Stone, wow. Talk about the opposite of a Mary Sue. I've actually never seen The Quick and the Dead. Speaking of things I've never seen, I actually have now picked up more movies. So I've picked up more movies because obviously people have been, you know, mad that <laughs> I've not been watching movies very well. And so I first picked up this film right here, The Great Outdoors. So I've never seen this before, but I finally do have it. I also finally picked up War Games as well. So again, never seen this, but I do now have it. And then one that is not nearly as important to a lot of people, right? It's not a 1980s film, but it is a more modern film. And I think that uh, it was a Tina and uh, Miss Martin Muses, I believe, were, were the two that really liked this film. But it was on sale, and so I figured, why not? And that is the newer Emma uh, with actually a very uh, very talented actress. I'm, a, I'm actually a really... Uh, really big fan of Anya Taylor-Joy. I think that she is incredibly talented. She was only pretty much the only good thing as far as <laughs> acting and everything in New Mutants. She was the best part, um, which is not saying much about that movie. But hey, I picked up Emma as well. I was not able, by the way. I know some people have been sending me stuff. So I know Bruce and Rosie G12 have sent me some stuff. I've not been able to go to the P.O. Box. I was supposed to go today. But by the time I was able to get out, um, it had already closed. So I figured... Might as well just not go because the P.O. box, if it can't fit the stuff, they put the slip in and, yeah, wasn't able to pick that up. So I'm going to try and pick those up sometime this week. Um, at the very latest, though, it'll be next Saturday that I can pick it up. But I think I have Wednesday this week off um, because we have these random Wednesdays sometimes. Uh, it's a nice break with everything going on with our schools and COVID and everything. Um, and so I should be able to pick it up then at the very, uh, probably at the earliest, I would imagine. Anyway, thank you all for being here. So very glad to have everyone in the chat. We got Tina B. What's going on, Tina B? She is the Empress of the Universe. She was yelling at me earlier about trying to get Heimdall on, but don't worry, Heimdall was on as soon as he possibly could. I literally had it open too early, and it said it couldn't connect. So I had to literally click the reconnect button, and sure enough, he is now here. Roger Haynes just dropped a super chat. Thank you very much for, I'm imagining that's a super sticker. Thank you very much, good sir. 
I'll see what that sticker is in just a second when it pops up finally in the chat or when I get to that part of the chat. We got Stephanie B here as well. What's going on, Stephanie B? She says, hello, hope all, I hope y'all are having a great weekend. I hope you're having a great weekend as well, Stephanie B. And of course, also a shout out to both of my Valks, Tina and Steph. They are both amazingly beautiful people. Bottom the Hobbit in the chat. What's going on? Gmonkey76, Peter Han in the chat as well. Howdy, howdy, howdy. We got uh, Judakon. Judakon, what's going on, Judakon? Glad to have you back. Bruce in the chat as well. What's going on, Bruce? Glad to have you here as always. Hamilton Burger, what's going on, Hamilton Burger? Alex McCarthy, what's going on, J. Alex McCarthy Jr.? He says, howdy, Odin. How's it going today? How's Thor and pizza? Had pizza last night. It was delicious. Thor is great. He is nice and clean. And he is doing very well. Nathan Slay in the chat. Hail to you, good sir. Glad to have you here as always. Uh, the chat has jumped on me like it always does. Like it always does. It's just the way that it goes. Um, anyway, so before going any further into the chat. I don't know why I did that. It was very random of me to do. But hey, it happens. All right, I got the Hamilton Burger. And boom, now I'm caught up. Let me say hello to my D-Live fan, but before I do, Ryan Cannell's butt crack 45. <laughs> Dude, I love how we used to have the Jer army, and now we have the Ryan army. Seriously, the RK Outpost army, especially on Friday Night Tights, is hysterical. And this is no exception. So Ryan Cannell's butt crack 45, thank you for becoming a member at the Citizen of Asgardian level. It really means a lot. <laughs> Enjoy the perks that come with that. Oh, man, that's awesome. All right, now over to the YouTube. We got Captain Dean Heiss. What's going on, good sir? Daniel Thorne, L Dragon 34 Captain Dean Heiss tagged and says, Hail Bob the Midichlorian. Damn right, hail Bob the Midichlorian. We got Daniel Thorne dropping the first ice cream donation. Thank you very much, Daniel Thorne. I very much appreciate that. And now I'm caught up with my D-Live fam. Back over to YouTube now. Bond the Hobbit says, R.I.P. Christopher Plummer. Absolutely rest in peace, Christopher Plummer. A very, very talented actor. I'm sure everyone knows him most from various different movies, various different films. And, uh, yeah, very, very sad news. But he, he lived a very long life, uh, and it seems like he lived a very fulfilled life. Obviously, I don't know him, so I can't speak for him. But that's what it seems like. And that's always, I think, a, a good thing. So, anyway... Uh, absolutely, R.I.P. Christopher Plummer. James Dashe in the chat. What's going on, James? How is it going? Glad to have you here. Andrew Hoyle says, Tijuana Street Fries for my dinner. Tijuana? Man, that sounds uh, that sounds a little risque, Andrew Hoyle. I'm sure that's the name of a restaurant near you, I'm assuming. But Tijuana, damn. Orange Air Review says, Odin, the grill master. I definitely feel like I'm becoming closer and closer to being able to actually, you know, claim that title. Definitely not a grill master yet, though. I don't know all the science. I don't, you know, check the temperature of the meats or anything like that. I'm just basically doing all by by ear, by ear, um, by instinct, really. And it, that's not meant to be a, oh, because I'm that good. It's because, well, I just, I could do more, but <laughs> I'd rather just take guesses. Cut it open, see if it's okay. If it's not, then throw it back on the grill. Haven't had to do that yet, though, which is nice. But again, it's all about trial and error. Uh, Rajesh Taylor, what's going on? Glad to have you back in the chat. Titan in the chat. Nathan Slade tagging says, In my opinion, WandaVision is actually a pretty good show. 
I'm enjoying it so far, and it kind of pains me to say this because I feel done with the MCU as a whole. Yeah, I'm still very much done with the MCU, right, as far as the uh, the theatrical world being built. Like, I, I just, I have no desire, I have no excitement to see the upcoming Black Widow movie, or really anything else after that. I really don't. But yeah, WandaVision, I do think, is a pretty solid show. It's not perfect. There's some clear glaring issues that I know we we definitely talk about on Friday Night Tights a lot. But this recent episode, I thought, was, for the most part, pretty damn strong. And I think a lot of that has to do with, of course, the, the two main leads. I think Elizabeth Olsen is, is doing a fantastic job. Paul Bettany as well. And the, the, the young actress who's playing uh, Monica Rambeau. I, I've mentioned this several times before. I think that she is... Phenomenal. And I really do hope that we see more of her in the Captain Marvel-centric universe, more so than Brie Larson, because, dear Lord, could you imagine if Brie Larson got kicked out because of her? That would be phenomenal. I would be totally on board with that, because she actually has charisma and has talent. <sighs> man, oh man. But yeah, I think that WandaVision's pretty damn good. I, I like this episode a lot. I think it really furthered the story along a bit. There was also some seemingly, uh, some some shade, it seems, that was poked at Captain Marvel, and I hope that that kind of sticks, and I hope that that leads to a good conclusion instead of a, oh, you left Earth and I'm so mad. Like, that would be really stupid if that's how it ended. So I'm hoping that it's able to to kind of, you know, come to fruition and and lead to something a lot bigger. But, man, I love the darker tones to the show. Like, I love the fact that you have this one scene where Paul Bettany's vision goes into someone's mind and frees him, essentially, from the illusion, and he's, like, freaking out saying, she's controlling me, and, and like, talking, like, about pain and suffering. And I'm like, damn. So there's these dark elements that I think are actually really compelling. The writing in those moments really stands out. But I do definitely think that there's a lot of wasted time. I know that Will Gentry will agree because I saw him commenting about this, I think, uh, last night in Friday Night Tights. I agree with him with the extent that there is the capability that they could literally condense these first episodes into like two 30-minute episodes and it'd be basically as effective. But I am glad to hear that uh, one of the guys last night actually binged watched. I think it may have been Gary, binge-watched it all, like all the episodes in order, and said it still felt like it was a waste of time. Um, and so it's it's kind of good to see that. Anyway, uh, GMonkey76 tagged and says, Have you seen Resident Alien on Sci-Fi starring Alan Tudyk? He plays a space alien that crash lands in a small town and becomes the town doctor. First episode is slow but gets better in others. Dude, yes. My wife and I are watching that show right now. And I'm kind of sad that no one else, it seems, is watching it. Um, I haven't made any videos on it because of that. Like, it, it just seems to be going under the radar a bit. So I, I'm, I think I might try and do... Uh, a review of those first few episodes because I think that show is phenomenal. Alan Tudyk is a freaking star, right? People don't normally think of him as a leading man, but I think in this role he is shining. Like he is showing his acting chops, he's showing his you know his uh, comedic chops as well. The show is definitely not just a comedy, right? There's a lot of dark, uh, you know, there's a lot of dark storytelling, dark humor as well. And if you like dark humor, I think that you'll very much enjoy it. But yeah, dude. Alan Tudyk is knocking it out of the park, and the show is great. There is a guy, there is the, the sheriff in the show, and he's like, call me Big Black. And I'm like, dude, this is hilarious. Like, it just, it doesn't come across as your typical, like, PC 2021 show, and it's it's great. And, and the character of Big Black is probably one of my favorite characters right now because he is such a tool. And this most recent episode, you find him in a bowling suit because he's also a, a, a major bowler. And he's being just as much of a tool as a sheriff as he is as a bowler. And I love it. 
I love it so much. So yeah, if you've not watched Resident Alien, watch it. I, I'm, a, I'm pretty sure the episodes are available for streaming on like the sci-fi app, and I'm sure there's other ways that you can access it too. I think it's worth watching. And uh, yeah, I mean, the first episode of most shows tend to be slower. I thought the burn on that first episode was actually really good. It, it really helped to develop the character. And now that we've gotten that development out of the way, now it's able to dive into the actual storytelling element of what's going on. So I'm a huge fan of it so far. Yeah, huge recommendation I can give to Resident Alien. It's not woke, which is fantastic to see. And it's really entertaining, actually. I, I thoroughly enjoy it. Uh, let's see, Super Anime Gamer. Hey, what is up, my dude? He says, what's up, now, Super? Hot, glad to have you here, as always. Uh, Heldenberger says, wood pellet grill. You mispronounce clean burning propane and propane accessories. I don't, I don't use that propane. I, I don't use any of that propane, though. <laughs> Sorry. Soul Assassin, what's going on? Rosie G12 says, hail chat. Hail to you. Glad to have you back. All right, Pat S says, hi, can tell you this. If you ever find yourself in a fight to the death with all the guys from Friday Night Tights, um, team up with someone fast to take out Comics Division. That's one creepy cat. <laughs> dude, I love comics. Dude, comics is the one that will survive everybody because that's the dude who has all the tech knowledge. He, I think, is, I think he's got like a food supply and things like that. Uh, it's not because he's not a prep or anything, but he is just a smart dude. Like, he is incredibly smart. So, if you mean to take him out because he'll out-survive us, then, yeah, sure. Um, I would I would, I would, would take him out so that I could then take all of his supplies. Um, <laughs> but, do you know, Comics Division's awesome, man. I love comics. He's helped me a lot behind the scenes, uh, especially when I was looking for servers and trying to figure out, you know, how to do a lot of these things. Uh, he was a big help with that. And he's a big tech guy. I know that he's just recently launched the Great Reset channel, and I love the work he's doing there. I think that he should jump. I honestly think that he should start a, a tech channel because I think that he would do really well with it too. Uh, Twirly Wolf is a member. What's going on? Says, wait, is that a Shmoo shirt? No, this is Bob the Midichlorian. This is Bob the Midichlorian right here. This is a original design from my wife. Freya designed this. Get your own at teespring.com slash store slash OMB reviews. I think that's I think that's the total one. If not, it's in the it's in the description. And I think Heimdall should be posting some of those links throughout the night as well. <laughs> oh man, oh man. Ryan Cannell's butt crack 45. I saw him just in the chat. That's great. <laughs> All right. That nobody guy, thank you for being a member, says BitChoot is terrible. The search function is broken. Yeah. Uh, BitChute's broken in general. I, I had videos backing up to it, and they just randomly stopped backing up. I tried to reset it. Still not working. So I, I gave up on BitChute a while ago. I, I think I've uploaded a few recent videos just to see like if anyone's still there. And I had like one person say, hey, Odin, you're still here. And I'm like, kind of? Um, so I, I've kind of, yeah, I, I'm not really... It's it's not my priority over there. Yeah, the, the two major platforms where I am right now as far as alt tech goes is mines for social media and video hosting and odyssey i'm really liking what odyssey is doing i think it has a lot of potential much more so than rumble i think uh let's see rosie g12 hail to you again glad to have you back um andrew hoyle says i watched my first ever rumble video before with mike lindell's vid interesting okay yep excuse me i think rumble definitely has a lot of backing like there's a lot of big especially conservative names supporting it. I think oh, Dan, Dan Bongino, I think that he's a major name behind it. He's also 
someone who is a major name behind Parler, which I actually didn't know. I did not know that he was like the CEO or or one of the owners, like one of the co-owners of Rumble. And uh, obviously there's been a lot of stuff going on because the CEO of Rumble was fired and there's questions about, you know, I don't know who to believe. I honestly, I don't know who to believe when, when it comes to that kind of stuff because either of them could be telling the truth. Um, but apparently Don Bongino, Dan Bongino says, speaking of Parler, he says, at least as of yesterday, I think he was on a, one of the talk shows, that the plan is and the goal is, if things go well, Parler will be back up on Monday. Now, whether or not they're able to pull that off, I don't know. But yeah, Parler should be back up by Monday. But as I said, um, you know, I, I have a profile on Parler. I still have a link to it in the description. So once it's back live, that should still work. But I'm pretty much trying to focus on as few places as possible because my brain can only go so far. And so, uh, yeah, I, I've been taking care of and, and focusing specifically on Odyssey and, of course, Minds.com, both of which are great, great alt-text sites. Uh, Thursday's Warriors member says the Time article can be summed up in this way. Quote, the election was rigged, but in a good, smart, upper-middle-class, wine-ant sort of way. <laughs> Dude, that's pretty much exactly what that article is. If you want more of my thoughts on that, because this is not this is this tonight's episode is not meant to be exclusively any type of political stream. But if you want to hear my thoughts on that article, uh, check it out on Odyssey. I, I have that uploaded over there. And yeah, a lot of things I could say. And I think that YouTube honestly is going to take that video down. So I'm glad that I uploaded it to Odyssey first. <laughs> Matthew Highland says, "Evening, my good man. Well, thank you." Thank you for being here. Thirsteenth Warrior says, it's Bob. Damn right, it's Bob. Twirly Wolf says, I heart it. Yes, look at him. He's so cute. He's just so cute. My wife, when she saw the shirt, she was just like, it's everything I ever hoped it would be. Because <laughs> it's one thing to see it, you know, on the, uh, you know, in Adobe. It's another to actually see it on the shirt itself. Anyway, Alice McCarthy says, just followed both channels on Odyssey. Boom, Alice McCarthy Jr. Thank you very much, good sir. I appreciate it. Uh, Nathan Slay says, I really, really hate to say this, but I'm kind of interested in Doctor Strange 2 because of WandaVision. Dude, here's Nathan Slay. Don't ever feel bad for being excited for stuff. There's no need to feel bad, ever. If you're excited for something, be excited, man. I'm, I don't want to take away yours or, or anyone else's joy. You know, and I think that sometimes people view people like me and other members of the Phantom Menace, as if we are trying to take away and strip away people's joy, when in reality, we're just regular people giving our thoughts and our opinions, and a lot of people tend to agree with it, right? But it's not a hive mind, right? We're not all agreeing on the same things. There's a, pl a plethora of things that we disagree with, and we've seen this happen a lot on my channel. There's a plethora of things that even the members of Asgard have disagreements on, and that's fine. It's healthy. And so, yeah, don't, don't ever feel bad. For, for having excitement for something. So if you're excited for Doctor Strange 2, if, if you're liking WandaVision, hey, that's awesome. I, I'm, I'm with you on WandaVision, man. I, I think it's a pretty solid show. I wouldn't, for me, I wouldn't say I'm excited for any of the movies as of yet, but again, things can change always. But when it comes down to it, for me personally, I don't trust Disney. I don't trust Disney. I don't trust Kevin Feige. And that's why I take all of these things with a major grain of salt. But if you're excited, dude, please be excited, man. All right, Slicer says it might take me a few years. Uh, it might take me a few years for me to reach you on Odyssey, and I'm likely to lose many of my ship's crew along the way. <laughs> oh, come on, Slicer! 
It'll take you no time at all. Uh, that 70s Rock fan, thank you for the $5 donation via Streamlabs. Thank you very much, dude, for, for donating on Streamlabs. YouTube doesn't get a dime of that, so it really does mean a lot, man. Thank you. He says, Hail Odin, just a little something to help keep the grill on. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate it. What The next step in my grill uh, expertise that I need to expand on and grow in is how to clean it. Haven't cleaned it since I got it back in September. Probably should do that. Um, I, I did like a base basic clean. Like I took some of the panels off and wiped it down. But I think I need to like, <laughs> I think I need to figure out exactly what I need to do to take care of it to make sure that it, it continues to work um, in, in the best way possible. But thank you, that 70s rock fan. I appreciate it, man. Thank you. All right, Balan Hobbit tagging says, "Your thoughts on Jared Leto, Golden Globes, and SAG Award nominations? Can nominations be overturned?" <laughs> okay, I'm glad that you put trolling there. Um, I don't care about the Golden Globes, so that means little to me. Um, uh, Jared Leto is obviously, I think, a crazy individual person. I think that a lot of people recognize that fact. I- I've liked him in a couple of things. I've not liked him in more things. I think. And yeah, I, I don't care as much really about the awards and the awards this year. You know, I used to be, there was a time when I cared about SAG, I cared about the Oscars and things like that. And I talked about this bit on the recent uh, OMB podcast on Patreon Subscribestar. But it's just sad because I, to have that joy just stripped away because of them throwing in politics every year and it getting worse and worse and worse. Again, it's just really sad that something that used to be a very big part of my life has been taken away uh, because of their nonsense. But yeah, I didn't even—I didn't know he had a SAG nomination. I, I guess that doesn't really help the case at all because that's more on SAG than it is on Jared Leto, or at least more commentary. Uh, just another red shirt. Welcome back to the channel, Golden Ration Tad, and says, "Hail Odin, hail to you." Rosie G12 says, "Odin, you can have the snow. I'm getting once again right now. I—I'll take it." Seriously, Rosie, send it my way. I will take it in a heartbeat. Tina says, we've had about three inches of snow. I'm done for the year, and that groundhog can take a flying leap. <laughs> well, hey, get ready for more winter. At least that's what that's what I heard. And I'll take that three inches of snow. Send it on down, Tina. Send it on down. Orange Eye Review says, Odin, as a person who has had to shovel snow eight times in two days, be careful what you wish for it. I'll take it. I will take it. No regrets. No regrets. Uh, Tina B says, yes, new Emma is great. Glad you bought it. Well, thank you. It was because of your recommendation that I ended up picking that up. Soul Assassin says, you've never seen The Great Outdoors. Who are you? I thought this was a movie channel. Well, that's one of the many reasons why I changed it to OMB Reviews instead of Odin's Movie Blog, because now people can't say, I thought you had a movie blog. Not anymore. <laughs> Oh, man. But I, I plan on watching it. There it is. Roger Haynes, thank you again for that super sticker. Thumbs up. Appreciate it. You're awesome. Andrew Hoyle says, we had a bit of a 90s weekend so far. Speed, the Rush Hour movies, and the Frighteners so far. Nice. So I have not seen Speed, but I own it now. So I've, I've checked that off the list. All the Rush Hour films are a lot of fun. And I've never seen, or actually I've never even heard of the Frighteners. Tell me more. Tell me more. Robney says, hey, Odin, I picked up 12 Strong with Chris Hemsworth for 8 bucks." Nice, dude. Good pickup. Haven't seen it, but I've heard good things. Thirteenth Warrior says, I met with a friend who is knowledgeable about crypto for lunch yesterday so I could pick his brain. I'm thinking about making the plunge. Nice, Thirteenth Warrior. Yeah, dude, I'm slowly learning more and more about it myself. 
And I think that it has a lot of potential, especially when you look at where technology is going. It just makes sense. Uh, when we look especially to fiat currency, like currency that you have in a specific country. So for us, our fiat currency in the United States would be the dollar. When you look and see how this money is being manipulated and inflation and all this stuff, it's crazy. So it makes sense for us to go towards things that have inherent value. And that's why you go to things like gold. You go to things like silver. And what people don't realize is that cryptocurrency is essentially a digital version of gold and silver, depending on what the crypto is. It's like Bitcoin, there's only a certain number of Bitcoin, right? There's only a certain number of this digital currency, which means it has intrinsic value, right? It's it's rare, like it would be if it was gold or silver, only this is a digital version of it. So I think if we think of it that way, I think it can make a lot more sense to people, right? Because you're like, okay, I know gold and I know silver, so this is just basically a digital version of that. Okay, I may not understand how it all works, but at the very least, I can understand uh, some of the basic premises. And we'll go through, there's an article that I found that I think is a good descriptor of cryptocurrency, and we'll go over it just like a, as a basic, like, here's what it is, and here's why I'm excited and why I'm pushing for platforms like Mines and pushing for platforms like Odyssey that are very much based and rooted in cryptocurrency, because I do think that it is the future. Uh, M. Tax Shark, thank you for becoming a member at the Army of Asgard level. Well, thank you very much, dude, for becoming a member of the Army of Asgard. You are freaking awesome, man. You'll get shouted out at the end of every stream. You're great. Thank you. All right, let's see. Nathan Slay, tagged at 710, and says, I must ask you, is the movie Mean Girls a movie that a guy like me can enjoy? Because I do hear good things about it. Well, I don't know you personally, right? I don't know all of your taste, Nathan Slay, but I would say it's a good movie that most people will enjoy. Hopefully that helps. Hologram Nunchuck tags says, Hail, dude. Happy Saturday. Happy Saturday to you, good sir. Thank you for being here. Pat S says, Do you have an Amazon wish list that would make sending stuff easier? I don't have one. I probably should. I don't know exactly how to do that, but I'm sure I can figure it out. But I will write that down. Amazon wish list. The only issue is that I don't want anyone having access to my private address. So I'm assuming that I can put my P.O. box on there. I don't know that for sure or not. So that's the other reason why is because I, I'm, I'm worried about privacy issues when it comes to that. Because if that's attached to my personal account, then obviously that could cause some issues. So it's something to look into, though, for sure. Uh, let's see. Super Anime Gamer says, if you're taking suggestions, you should totally make an Army of Asgard and hashtag Beard Gang shirt next. Nice. <laughs> yeah, we, we've got I've got a lot of ideas. So uh, there's a lot of uh, channel centric shirts that I'm thinking of, but a lot of it depends on on Bob the Midichlorian. Right? If, if we have some people that are interested in that kind of stuff, uh, then we can move on to other things. But we're already working. My wife's working on revamping the logo. So, of course, that will then update the current logo shirt that, that's available right now with the new name, OMB Reviews. And we're also working on shirts. There's one with context. I actually love that idea because think about it. You have a shirt, and all that it says on it is context. I find that hilarious because <laughs> people can look at it and say, wait a minute. Wait a minute. What do you mean context? I don't even know what you're talking about. And it's great. I love it. So anyway, I'm thinking of that for a shirt as well. We're just trying to figure out, you know, what is the um, 
you know, what's, what's the actual text and the font going to look like. So I got that as an idea. I also have a Friday night tights idea. So my wife's working currently on making a Friday night tights idea. And, uh, what else are we working on? Oh, a sorry shirt. Been wanting to do a sorry shirt for a very long time. And so we are working on something with sorry as well. And yeah, I'm, I would love to do more shirts. Uh, obviously it's on my wife's time and she's a very, very busy lady. Um, but she's been great. And the fact that she was able to put this together pretty much like within a couple of days, like that's, I love my wife so much. She's great. Um, you know, and, uh, she had a lot of fun with it as well. So I know she's very, very proud. Um, but yeah, good ideas. Uh, let's see. A uh, comment was left, but the chat has jumped again. Very, very sorry. It's seven thirty-five in real life. And right now it's 7.17 in the chat. So some comments were indeed skipped. I apologize, but that is completely um, YouTube's fault because YouTube sucks. So before jumping back into YouTube, let's head over to my DLive fam. Hail to the DLive fam. We got Camden High says, you're in the 40s. I would love that these days. Been in the low 20s the whole week and for the next week. I would love for that. I would love to have that weather. I like both. Uh, Daniel Thorne says, do you think there will be a digital or deep fake cameo of Stanley for the final episode of WandaVision? I sure as hell hope not. I think that would be a slap in the face of uh, Stanley. And I think that that would set a dangerous precedent because they've already been bad precedents set. Rogue One was the most egregious when they brought back an entire actor from the dead through digital technology. I hated it. So I really hope they don't do that because that would kind of scare me, uh, to be honest. All right, let us see. Okay, those were all of the tags over on DLive. All right, so uh, before uh, diving back into the YouTube chat, let's go ahead and just uh, let's go through a couple of things um, and uh, let's go to the news report tab. All right, so again, buy the midichlorian shirt. If you want your own, you can get it at teespring.com slash bob-the-midi-chlorian. Uh, but again, you can also just get it at OMB Reviews. So, yeah, that's it. I got it right in the beginning. teespring.com slash store slash OMB Reviews. So, again, I've got, of course, the Odin's Movie Vlog original logo. So, again, those will be... I might keep those up uh, just to have them available. Uh, but, obviously, the new logo is going to be coming up pretty soon. And I got tons of options for Bob the Midichlorian. So, there's stickers, face masks, there's mugs, there's a fanny pack. My wife actually really liked the fanny pack. And tank tops, all this stuff. So, again, if any of that interests you, check out the Teespring store. Uh, teespring.com slash store slash OMB reviews. But, uh, this is Odyssey. So, for those wondering what it looks like, again, I think it's a pretty clean interface. Now, obviously, for the OMB report, I know I need to work on these thumbnails. My wife's also working on a logo for uh, for this channel as well. But, I, I just like it. And, let's see. Uh, have I gained any followers over there? Two followers! Yeah! Awesome. But, there's a community tab over here. So, you can interact with me. You can interact with other people, which is really cool. There's obviously content. So, there's all my videos from... Again, all of my YouTube videos have been backed up. And, I uploaded uh, this one. Proof the 2020 election was rigged. I uploaded that one today. Uh, directly to Odyssey. And, the process was actually very quick. Uh, that's another reason why I, I don't like Rumble, because the processing takes forever. Uh, Odyssey was actually on par with YouTube, which is, I think, uh, saying something. But what I really like about Odyssey as well is that it comes with a lot of different things. So you got your home tab, right, where, again, you just get basic, 
you know, video recommendations, then you can also click on following. Now, of course, because I'm not signed in right now, nothing pops up, but basically all the channels that you follow will show up there. So it's just like a subscription feed, but you also have other things too. So again, different categories, cheese, big hits. So th this would be the ones that are very popular. So you can see the salty cracker. He is over there. Yellow flash is over there as well. And he is a popular channel over there. So again, you got tons of options here. You also then have a gaming section. You have lab. So for science and uh obviously there's probably gonna be some some stuff dealing with you know space and i would imagine there would be uh, mentions of COVID 19 there you also have a tech channel i love tech stuff news and politics so there is and dedicated news and politics you got tim cast tim pool focused over there ntd as well epic times focused too you also have uh, finance 2.0 so cryptocurrency is is the kind of the big theme going over there but you got tons of options for that as well the universe, so just dealing with all of the different things available. Josiah Rises, boom, 39 minutes ago. Look at that. Josiah Rises, also over on Odyssey. I'm going to have to go follow him. I'm going to have to sign back in and follow him. And then Wild West, which I think is just like pretty much like anything is, is fair game. Uh, but anyway, yeah, it's a really cool uh, thing to have. Uh, so, yeah, I do have, of course, uh, the OMB report up over there. But also look at that, OMB reviews. I got 449 followers over there, now 452. Uh, and so not only do you get the content, all the videos that I have posted, but also I can repost things. So I've actually reposted a Computing Forever video and a Young Ripa video. I think they're both uh, very important videos with very important topics. So, yeah, honestly, I think, again, it's a very clean layout. It's the one that, to me, is, I think, one of the better competitors to YouTube, uh, especially the way that it is. But you can also follow people, block people. You can also support them. So every time that, you again, you watch videos and, and are interactive, you get these tokens. And then you can just donate those tokens to your favorite uh, people. And so if you do sign up over there and you do get some tokens, think about uh, considering to donate those uh, to either the OMB report or to OMB reviews. Uh, and one last thing is cryptocurrency. So let me just give a brief overview of what cryptocurrency is for those that might just be a little confused. So again, Odyssey and Minds.com, which are the two primary sites that I use, are both based in cryptocurrency. And so as it says, cryptocurrency is decentralized digital money based on blockchain technology. You may be familiar with the most popular versions, Bitcoin and Ethereum. I have both. But there are more than 5,000 different ones. You can use crypto to buy regular goods and services, although many people invest cryptocurrencies as they would other assets like precious metals. So how does it actually work? Here it goes. A cryptocurrency is a medium of exchange that is digital, encrypted, and decentralized. Unlike the US dollar or the euro, there is no central authority that manages or maintains the value of a cryptocurrency. Instead, these tasks are broadly distributed among a cryptocurrency's users via the internet. So by decentralized, what it means is that you don't have a group like the Fed in the United States pumping out a certain number of dollars, basically impacting the value of that dollar over time from really good ideas or mostly really bad ideas, right? And so it's a way in which we don't have one central authority telling us what to do and determining the value of a dollar or determining the value of the currency. Instead, it's decentralized, which has a lot of benefits to it because there's no central authority. It says here, Bitcoin was the first cryptocurrency, first outlined in principle by Satoshi Nakamoto, in a 2008 paper where he described it. That cryptographic proof comes in the form of transactions that are verified and recorded in a form of a program called a blockchain. So it uses blockchain technology and guess what? It actually gives us an explanation. It says, a blockchain is an open distributed ledger that records transactions in code. 
In practice, it's a little like a checkbook that's distributed across countless computers around the world. Transactions are recorded in blocks that are then linked together on a chain of previous cryptocurrency transactions. So when you hear about the blockchain, essentially it's just a bunch of transactions that are being collected together. And because it's a decentralized platform and currency, it means that it is spread about all different computers all across the world, which is a really good thing though, because if it was just one centralized authority and just one centralized group, then that means if someone were to change something without your knowledge or without your consent, you wouldn't be able to do anything. But with this technology, because it's decentralized and based, in a, and based in a blockchain and therefore is on countless computers, it means that the transactions have to match up. And if there isn't a match, then it can cause issues which will make it more likely for you to catch things like fraud and attempts to try and steal money and all that kind of stuff. So it's actually a lot more secure than another system because it has these decentralized on many different computers mindset. So that is the essentials. There's obviously a lot more. But that is some of the essentials when it comes to cryptocurrency. So basically the mindset is this, right? Like cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin, it's very limited in quantity like silver or gold is and therefore has an inherent value to it and also means that there is only a certain number that exists. So it's actually a good thing to invest in for that very reason, only it's just a digital version of that currency. You then get to things like Ethereum, which is also a cryptocurrency, which we call Ether, and it's very similar to crypto, or rather to uh, to Bitcoin in that respect. But it's actually based off of a even a cooler system where basically Ethereum, which is a network, is essentially different apps. So think of it as you have Bitcoin as an actual currency, and Ethereum is an actual network that can be used to create different apps and functions. So for instance, Minds.com is based in the Ethereum network, which means it uses Ethereum's technology to have a decentralized platform and essentially make it so that it's very hard for the information that they've collected and the information that they have through your posts and videos and stuff. Like it makes it hard for that to actually be completely uh, deleted. So it's kind of cool. So I know that might still leave a lot of people confused, but hey, I find it quite cool. All right, let me jump back into D-Lab before jumping into YouTube. Uh, Daniel Thorne says, do you think WandaVision is just a bigger version of The Sims? <laughs> hey, I think there's a lot to be said there, that's for sure. Uh, let's see, Michael Skewiff, what is going on, good sir? Thank you for the super chat. And says, will movie nights ever be back? Do you think? I miss those. Yeah, I mean, there's a chance. There's always a chance that they could. It's just a lot harder because I basically stream two nights a week on the channel on Tuesdays and Saturdays. I can't add more streams at this point because even with two streams and obviously the one stream I do on Fridays with uh, Gary and Friday Night Tights is already three out of seven nights. And the other four need to be dedicated to Baby Thor and to Freya. And so I, I, I have no plans to add any other nights. The only way it could come back would be if... I was able to replace one of the streams, but that means I would have to replace one of the regular shows with a movie night, which again is is possible and could happen, but at least in the near future is not planned. Um, there's always a chance that especially over the summer or over long extended breaks, when I'm able to add more time for content, I could potentially add a movie morning or even a movie night, but again, at this point, there are no plans, but I'm glad that you enjoyed those. I, I did too. It's just time is not really on my side with this. 
All right, back over to YouTube at 7.18 over there. It's 7.46 in real life, so I'm about 30 minutes behind, which sounds about right. Please make sure you smash the like button, though, if you're watching on YouTube. We got 69 people watching. Thank you for being here. Let's see. Rosie G12, who's a member, says, I heard Resident Alien is good. Going to watch it this weekend. I recommend it highly. Very good show. That 70s Rock fan says, Elizabeth is fresh. Brie is stinky. Yeah. Pretty much. Couldn't have said it better myself. Uh, 8-Bit Snake Boy, welcome back to the chat. Madness Productions, welcome to the chat. Pat S. says, one month till season two of Solar Opposites. I've actually never heard of that show before. Nathan Slay says, but that's awesome if every character starts hating Captain Marvel in WandaVision, that she gets banished or something. I won't miss her at all. Bland and uncharismatic. I doubt they will, but hey, we can hope and dream, right? (laughs) Helen and Berger says, I love that Alan Tudyk and Resident Alien learned to speak by watching a joke from an interrogation scene from Law & Order featuring the late, great Jerry Orbach, RIP. Yeah, dude. Um, As I said, there's so many things to find entertaining in that show, it's hard to really quantify because it's it's a comedy. There's there's dramatic elements, but there's also this dark comedy. It's I, I guess the best way to explain it would be a dark comedy, but it's not even just a dark comedy. It's just very clever. I like it a lot. That seventies rock fan says, "I have a pocket full of midichlorians." Well, do you now? Do you now? That nobody guy says, "I love comics. He's great hosting his streams." Yeah, dude. I wish. I had more time to to watch more of his content, but as you all know, <laughs> it's hard for me to keep up with with even my own content, let alone other people's. Um, but yeah, I love Comics Division. I will fully support him um, till the ends of the earth. I think that dude is awesome. He is a legit bro. Rhaegar Targaryen, hail to you. The hunker chunker funky monkey in the chat, hail to you as well. Pat S., who's a member, says, To be fair, Odin wearing that Bob shirt is not like Kurt wearing a Nirvana shirt. It's like Kurt wearing a whole shirt. (laughs) Rob D. says, Do you share any streaming services with family members? I pay for HBO Max while my sister pays for Disney+. Plus. Nice. Yeah, my my little brother sometimes accesses uh, some of my accounts. I think he still has access to my Netflix, maybe. Uh, But yeah, sometimes. Allegedly, of course. Allegedly. Legally. Allegedly. Probably not but allegedly. <laughs> and I, I plan on giving him access to my Plex account at the very least, though, because obviously I've got all, all my movies backed up to my Plex server, and uh, you can get people access to that, so I'll probably give him access to that. Because it can handle only a few streams, so don't be asking me, like, oh, can I have act? No, you can't. Sorry. <laughs> oh, Lord. All right. Uh, Rosie G12 says, are you in complete lockdown where you, okay, talking to 8-Bit, talking to 8-Bit Snake Boy. I hope that you're not 8-Bit, that's terrible if you are. Aiden Vickery says, sorry, haven't been here for a while, had a busy January, no problem at all, Aiden, I understand it, man. Thank you for being here right now. Ray Targaryen says, what is on your shirt? It looks like an overly happy construction worker ghost in a red circle. Ray Targaryen, where have you been? You weren't here on time because I explained, this is Bob the midichlorian my wife designed it it is available for purchase on teespring.com slash store slash omp reviews uh i feel like if anyone watches luke kowski of we are change i feel like him now he's constantly uh he's constantly shucking shirts and now here i am like hey buy my shirt actually i really do like this shirt though it is a little midichlorian with a little hard hat on and his name is bob 
Bob the Midichlorian. He's the hardest working Midichlorian in the galaxy. Let him work hard for you. Uh, Bound the Hobbit says, Three amigos, what is a plethora? Hefe. What is a plethora? Why, El Guapo. Great, what a great film. What a great film. So solid. Eric K., who's a member. Hail Eric K., welcome back. Super fan Adam Shawhan. What's up, dude? He says, Hope for the best plan for the worst. Never trust Disney. Yep. Absolutely, man. Uh, Pat S. says, I'm watching Mad Max and Mad Max 2 back-to-back tonight with my 20-year-old nephew. It's his first time. Nice. I will say this. I'm actually not a big fan of the first Mad Max. Road Warrior is phenomenal. I love Road Warrior. That that film is great. And I actually really enjoy Thunderdome, too. I've, n- I- I've only ever seen the first one once. I wasn't a big fan of it. There was just something about the pacing that was off. I don't know. But the second one's solid. Absolutely. Uh, Nathan Slayer says, I guess there might actually be a chance that Doctor Strange 2 might actually be good if it ties into WandaVision. However, I don't have much excitement for any other MCU films. Really, again, I understand that. But if you're excited, man, be excited. Don't let anyone else tear you down. Alice McCarthy says, only award show that matters is The Ravens. Yeah, dude, and I need to get on that. I need to get some... uh, I need to get some nominees. So, like last year, I'll, I'll send out a link and it'll go... Basically, it'll allow you to put nominations in, and then we'll close the nominations, and then we'll have a list of final, you know, final choices, and then we'll be able to actually have official Raven Award nominees, and then eventually lead to the Raven Awards. So I need to work on that. I've been delayed with it because obviously everything has been delayed so far, and there's still tons of things that I haven't even seen. And a lot of people didn't watch movies last year. A lot of people I know on my channel didn't watch a lot of 2020 movies that came out. So, um, and also there's some movies that technically are counting for the Oscars this year. Do I count those also for the Ravens? I'm, again, it's a little confusing. So I need to work on that though, but I do plan for it to happen. All right. James, thank you for the dollar donation via Streamlabs, man. I appreciate it. It says, what is your favorite Jim Carrey movie from the nineties? Uh, for me, it's Ace Ventura and Liar Liar. I think those are both solid shouts, man. Yeah. Um, out of his comedies, probably the mask. I love the mask, but both of those are great. Liar Liar has a has a lot of heart to it, which I find endearing. And of course, Ace I like I love Ace Ventura Pet Detective. Easily the best of the two. When Nature Calls has its moments, um again, it has its moments that are really funny, but I think I think Pet Detective is a lot more rewatchable. Einhorn is Finkel. Einhorn is a man. <laughs> Ryan Kennel's butt crack forty five is a member. Says they are they're all a bunch of pompous asses. Yes, Miss Martin Muses, I see you in the chat. Hail to you, Miss Martin Muses. Glad glad to always have you here. Um, Rosie G twelve says something I agree with. Says Ricky Gervais's monologue at the Golden Globes was one of the best things I've seen in the recent past. Dude, Ricky Gervais was the only reason to ever watch the Golden Globes. He hosted it several times, and every time he did, he killed it because he has no problem tearing down these Hollywood elites, and I love it. Super says, could take or leave Black Widow. I really like Doctor Strange, so I'm curious about that sequel. I am kind of, you know, that's out of all the ones that I'm interested in, I would have the most interest in that, but it's not much. (laughs) It's not saying much, at least at this point. He then goes on to say, and Spider-Man 3, I'll only watch if Charlie Cox or Defoe is in it, like the rumors say. Yeah, dude. 
Um, here's the thing. There are so many rumors around Spider-Man 3. And if all of them are true, I think that film's going to be so overbloated that it's going to be terrible. So, like, I think people will come out of it with good experiences because they'll be like, oh, my gosh, I got to see Willem Dafoe back as the Green Goblin, and it was awesome. And that sounds great. But I'm afraid the story, just like in Endgame, because Endgame had a lot, way too much going on and just terrible storytelling to boot, I think that that will probably happen to Spider-Man 3 as well. I hope it doesn't, but I think it'll be overbloated, at least at this point. Alrighty, let's see. No, Hamilton Berger, what better way for SAG to show Trump how much they don't need him than by nominating crazy, random crazy people in bad movies for awards? Take that, Mr. President. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Ryan Cannell's Buttcrack45 says, Odin, if you want snow, come to Newfin- Newfoundland, Canada. Uh, I could do that, but I do like it here in Tennessee. <laughs> Eric Kalen says, just don't eat yellow snow. Ah, yes. I've heard tale of this yellow snow. Alice McCarthy says, well, it's Groundhog Day. Again. (laughs) Such a great film. Orange Hat Reviews says, Odin, I have a query. What are your thoughts on the Planet of the Apes trilogy that they modernized? You mean the Caesar trilogy? I love it. I love the Caesar trilogy. Andy Serkis did such great work with that. I'm a huge fan. I own all three. I think I own all three on 4K, actually. If not all three, then... At least, if not all three on 4K, then I have at least all three on Blu-ray. But I love that series. I think it's a solid, solid series. I was looking for the peas in my collection. I was trying to do some, some some, some quick math in my head. There it is. So, yeah, I have them on Blu-ray. But, yeah, I think all of them are great. I think Dawn is the best by far. War is great. Rise is good. Um, Rise is, I think, the weakest because the technology was just getting started. But they really, I think, like, you know, I'm a, I'm a stickler for CGI. That CG in the second and third, I think, are phenomenal. Um. All right, let's see. Super Tagged and says... Uh, and the TV shows I don't really care about. I might check out WandaVision if the season gets good enough, uh, enough reviews, but not sure. Those are my feelings on the MCU at the moment. Yeah, I hear you, Super. Yeah, I think, see, WandaVision's good for now, but the ending could change all of that, right? If, if this is all leading up to something really stupid, well, then the whole show goes to hell. So, yeah, I think it's a good idea for a lot of people. If they're on the fence with it, wait for the show to actually end and see what comes of it. And then you can make it your decision about whether or not you want to actually support it. Uh, Blake St. Clair says, The Frighteners is the best sequel to Ghostbusters that you've never seen. Peter Jackson before Lord of the Rings. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, never never uh, heard of that before. Uh, Twirly Wolf, thank you for the $10. Says a super chat. I appreciate that. Says, Besides the obvious Cecil B. DeMille fanfare, Got any other Lenten-esque film recommendations? Good question, Twirly Wolf. Yeah, Lent is coming up within the next two weeks. So not this Wednesday, but next Wednesday is Ash Wednesday. Um, And obviously you all know I'm very proud of my Catholic faith. So the films, if we're looking for religious-focused films or films of a religious or spiritual nature, the go-tos obviously are things like The Passion of the Christ, though I think that's better for Good Friday. I think it's better to watch that on Good Friday, personally. Um, but there are other great films, like Prince of Egypt. 
I think is a solid film. And obviously it deals with Old Testament, but I think it's actually very relevant for the Lenten journey as well in a lot of ways. And also it's just a solid, solid film. Um, there's other films that people might not think. I personally love the film Silence. It's by Martin Scorsese, and it is based off of a book. And in the story, it deals with Jesuit priests who go to Japan to evangelize. And they're, the two Jesuits that go are actually on a mission first to find their lost mentor, another Jesuit priest, who they fear may have apostatized, may have given up the faith in public. And I love it because it talks about the journey and the struggle of faith. And I think some people wrongly focus on what happens with some of the priests. But to me, I love the story of the people. There's this very powerful moment where there is this essentially this crucifixion, only it's a Japan version of a crucifixion. And what it is is that there are crosses set up during low tide. And then they're hung on the crosses. And then they basically drown as tide comes in. It's very, very disturbing, but it's also powerful. And I think that it brings you on a spiritual journey that I think actually would probably fit well within the Lenten season too. So especially if someone is solid in their faith and recognizes it as a, you know, a fictionalized story of real events, because obviously there were real priests that went through these things and real Japanese, especially who went through these things um, in the early church in Japan. Um, But yeah. And then another one that kind of fits in that same category is the last temptation of Christ. If you go in knowing that it's a fiction, I think it helps you appreciate the humanity of Christ. That that's why I've always appreciated that movie. Not because I expect to see a historical reaccount of the life of Christ, but it allows you to focus and I think meditate on things that uh, typically are, are, are some of the more difficult things to focus on, and specifically the humanity of Christ. So yeah, I, I would say that those are all, I think, good films to watch for Lent. So hopefully that helps, Twirly Wolf. Good question. Uh, let's see. Pat S says, if you shovel snow in Pennsylvania, do not throw it in our, do not throw it on our neighbor's, neighbor's yard. Yikes. Oh, did you get yelled at for doing that? I wouldn't do that in general just because it's like, why would they want my snow? <laughs> Hologram Nunchuck says, Frighteners is good, directed by Peter Jackson. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Glad to hear it. Nathan Slay says, Studio, all right, Mr. Bay, how do you plan to make your movie exciting and interesting? Michael Bay, uh, explosions, Studio, genius, pretty much. JKDBuck76 comes in and says, Gold member loves gold. The taste of it, the feel of it. Thursday the Warrior says, also with crypto, you have a currency which banks can't cancel you from accessing if you make a problematic tweet. Exactly. So because it's decentralized, a bank can't cancel you. They can't take away your access to it. Now, it still becomes tricky because eventually you have to be able to transfer that crypto into your local currency because a lot of places don't take raw crypto yet. So that's the only time where it can become problematic because you would then need at least a bank of sorts to be able to transfer it into a cash equivalent. But the fact that it just exists in the first place, though, I think is is a huge thing. And now that you have some of the biggest minds in tech, especially people like Elon Musk and others really going full bore behind in support of it, I think it's a good thing. I think it's really cool. 
Um, let's see. M Tax Shark says, You're welcome, OMB. Thanks for what you're doing. Well, thank you, man. I appreciate it. That 70s Rock fan who's a member says, We should have our own YouTube awards based upon the Friday Night Tights, Doomcock, Drinker, and other such like creators. I think that'd be fun. Um, you know, I'm more than I'm more than open to expanding the Raven Awards out to other people. But I, I I think I'm one of the few that has more more of a movie movie focus than other people. Um, other channels I think deal with a lot of other different topics. Obviously, in my live streams I deal with a lot of different topics too. Uh, but obviously, I'm much more movie centric. Uh, James for another donation by Streamlabs, man, thank you. He says, have you seen Peter Jackson's King Kong? I have, and I love parts of it, and I hate parts of it. I hate the <laughs> I hate the beginning because it lasts too long, and I think the ending is actually really well done and holds up pretty well. But that first half is still there, so <laughs> I haven't rewatched it. <laughs> uh, let's see, Tina B. Uh, no, that was not for me. Uh, Pat S though says that movie is fetch. When talking about Alex McCarthy, who says I like Mean Girls, it is fetch. It is good, absolutely. Seventy B says, faith has value. Give to God, and you will have everything you need. Amen. Amen. Uh, Robert says, your favorite three Bible characters besides Jesus. Well, come on, man. You, you took you took the main character off the board, man. Um, <laughs> favorite uh, favorite biblical historical uh, characters. Um, one of my favorite books in Scripture has always been Job. I've always loved the story of Job. It's, I think it's very powerful. And I actually think that it would be a really cool adaptation uh, into a film. And I think that if you did it right, you could have it be where it's almost like Tolkien, where it's not it's not directly like a, a oh, I'm going to preach directly to you, but like a, I'm going to preach to you through good storytelling. So something based in the story, the basic story of, of Job, I think could actually be really cool. Um, and so I've always been a fan of that. Um, St. Paul, uh, just because St. Paul was a persecutor of Christians and was able to change. I think it's a very, very powerful story of his conversion. And I think that it's a sign to all of us that we have the ability to change and that we have the ability to, um, to go through that metanoia, right? That change of heart that we're all called to go through. So I've always been a big fan of him. And, um, I'm going to go, I'm sure there's others that I could think of too, because obviously there's a lot of great members in scripture, but I'm going to go with, uh, Peter, uh, the first Pope, uh, leader of the church, because same thing, right? He was the closest to Christ. And yet even he, uh, betrayed Jesus, right? Even he betrayed him and yet he became the leader of the church. So I think that also is one of those stories that I think can lead to inspiration to know that, um, when we make mistakes, it's not the end. But we need to pick ourselves up and we need to embrace forgiveness. We need to accept it. Tina B says, no one will see your address when you set up your Amazon list, but Amazon. I have about 10 wish lists. Not that wasn't, no, no, that wasn't a hit for my birthday, though my birthday is on the 27th. Well, Tina, I think that was a pretty big hint, but <laughs> but thank you for that information. I appreciate it. <laughs> Uh, Pat S says, your address can be blind on Amazon. Okay, good to know. That nobody guy, thank you for the $5 super chat, says, what is your opinion on Nick Cage? He still does good acting under the radar between B-movie junk. Joe is one of the best dramatic roles that he's done. Yeah, I, I I like Nick Cage. I think he's funny. I think he's hilarious. And yeah, he is, he has, he he definitely has talent. 
I have not seen Joe, though I've heard of it. Um, but yeah, I think he's an entertaining guy, and I'm I'm open to seeing him in more things. I just wish that he didn't do as many B-junk films. <laughs> I think I feel like his career is now 90% B-junk, and then he'll make one good movie, but no one talks about it or sees it because they only ever hear about the B-junk, you know? So, yeah, overall, I, I like him. All right, let's see. Super, I hope it doesn't jump on me. But anyway, Super says, on a related note, especially for a paid streaming service, I hate how short the seasons are on Disney Plus shows. I think WandaVision and The Mandalorian should have 45-minute to an hour-long apps. Yeah, I mean, to me, it's not the length. It's the storytelling. So the fact that they have episodes that are short and have so much filler in them is a bigger issue than the actual length itself. You know what I mean? I think there's some shows that can do well with shorter episodes. And if you can do it right, then, hey, more power to you. But I do agree. I think that there's too much fluff and too much filler in these shows on Disney Plus where because they're so because they're, they're, show, they're so short in the first place, it makes it work. It's, in, it's adding insult to injury. It's adding insult to injury for sure is what I would say to that. All right, so the chat on YouTube has finally jumped. Uh, and so I'm sure several comments were skipped because I was like 30 minutes behind. So it's 747 in the chat. That's as far back as YouTube will let me go. It's 807 in real life. So I'm still roughly 20 plus minutes behind. But let me jump over to my DLAF fam. Uh, let's see. Uh, Camden High says, you not talking about Bob the Midichlorian is like Jeremy not chilling for Geeks and Gamers Premium on Friday Night Tights. This is true. Well, Gentry says, just gone here. So sorry if you covered it, but are you still are you still teetering about WandaVision or did you or did that ending win you over? Yeah, I mean, uh, for anyone that doesn't want spoilers about the most recent episode, you might want to plug your ears for the next like 30 seconds. So in the episode at the very end, uh, Quicksilver comes back. Only it's the X-Men version of Quicksilver. And I actually like that a lot because I like that actor a lot. I love that portrayal of the character a lot. However, I have a lot of questions because it doesn't make any sense. Because now there's two universes that are crossing and I don't know how they're going to... I'm interested to find out what they're going to do with it. But um, I, I've been on board with the show. Like I'm, I'm, I continue to watch the show. I just think that there is still a little bit too much in, in between up in the air for me to have a definitive... I need to watch the entire first season and see where this is leading us to for me to have like an official opinion on, on the overall show itself. Will Gentry says banks can't cancel your crypto, but they can track every payment you make with it, which they can't with cash. Well, here's the thing, Will, is that there, there are certain cryptocurrencies that exist that cannot track. So there's certain private cryptocurrencies where the main goal of it is that your transactions cannot be tracked. Well, but the point I was making was let's say that you're in this terrible position when your bank essentially cancels you, like doesn't allow you to do business with them. Well, then if you don't have a bank, how can you take the cryptocurrency you have and turn it into cash? Because that cash has to go somewhere. And to my knowledge, there are no ATMs that you can go to and say, oh, look, I have got this cryptocurrency. Give me cash, right? So, um, you know, that that's, I think, the bigger concern there is if you get completely deplatformed, like off of even like banks getting rid of you. Now, I'm wondering if like there's a rule or a law in certain places where you can't have a like a credit card company can shut you down, but a bank can't completely. 
So then you at least have a place to hold your assets and stuff. But again, we've already seen in New Jersey, the governor of the state taking money out of a private business's account. So it can happen. But they can't touch the cryptocurrency. You're right about that much. Uh, Will Jenner then says, if the first four episodes had been two episodes, it would suited me much more. Dude, Will, I shouted you out earlier because I, I noticed you said that last night in the chat on Friday Night Tights. I think that's completely accurate. I think you could have had a much more condensed story with what we had so far that would have ended up being better. And if they had done that, guess what? It means we would have more episodes with more good storytelling. But, of course, um, we know that that's not the case. He then says, if that happened, I would guess the only out is to transfer your crypto to a friend and to get them to cash it out for you. Actually, Will Gentry, that's a, that's a good point. And I'm, I'm wondering if that's why banks themselves wouldn't actually get rid of you because they can't stop you completely because of that. But, yeah. As I said, crypto has a lot of versatility to it, which is why I'm very much focused on putting my fo- I'm, I'm very much focused on shifting my attention more so to apps and to services like Odyssey and Mines than I am uh, traditional methods. But yeah, for sure. If you're watching on YouTube, smash that like button, please. It does mean a lot. All right, Stephanie B. Tagging says, no new live shows, please. Yeah, seriously. If not just for for my sake and for Freya's sake, the Valkyrie as well. Need to take them into account. Uh, JKD Buck says, a Tom Cruise movie directed by J.J. Abrams is right up Tina's alley. No! (laughs) Don't say that. Oh, man. JKD Buck says, R.I.P. Christopher Plummer. Absolutely. Uh, Let's see. Your Nan. Welcome to the channel. Didn't want to read the rest of it just in case it's sometimes my brain can't read things unless I say it out loud, but I don't want to say it out loud unless it's inappropriate. Nathan Slay says, I don't know about you, but I think Elizabeth Olsen rocks as Wanda. Yeah, I th- I agree. I think that she is fantastic. No no doubt about it. She is solid. Rhaegar Targaryen, I wish I could, man. Dude, if I got invited onto that show, that would just be fun. Like, I wouldn't even want to do that. I'd be like, dude, I just want to be here and talk with you guys. I just want to talk to Ian. Like, like seriously, Ian on on uh, on Tim Pool, on TimCast, is one of the most fascinating persons that I've, that I've ever that I've ever listened to. So I would actually go just just to talk to him. Uh, let's see. Nathan Slay says, two little mice fell in a bucket of cream. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. Oh, man. I love it. Love it, love it, love it. All I can think of is the Christopher Walken (laughs) saying that line. Two little mice dropped in a bucket of cream. (laughs) No, fell in a vat of milk. And then they turned into a... uh, No, it was cream and then it turned into butter. I messed it up. That's okay. Uh, M. Taxark says, Thunderdome, awesome. Saw it in theaters. Does that date me? No, it does not date you at all, man. I mean, if it means, if you're meaning that it puts you at a certain time in life, then yes, but it does not make you old. Everyone's young on this channel. Hardwick says, I think Doctor Strange 2 might be good, mostly because Sam Raimi is directing it. I'm just worried Kevin Feige might meddle too much. I already don't like that they put America Chavez in it. Yeah, that's the thing. Just because Sam Raimi's directing it doesn't mean anything, because he also directed Spider-Man 3. (laughs) And so we know what happens when the studios interfere. Uh, Pat S says, The Majestic was great. When did that come out? Dude, yeah. Uh, I always say that. Um, the Majestic is fantastic. I don't think that was in the 90s. 
Yeah, that was 2001. So it, it is one of my favorite Jim Carrey performances. It's also one of my favorite movies. Um, it's one of my. It's it's actually more of the one of the more underrated films that I'm a big fan of. Eight uh, bit Snape away. Tadden says we are in full lockdown here in the UK. I lost my stepfather this. I lost my stepfather this week, and the restrictions are preventing my family coming together with my mom, and greatly affecting the funeral. Eight bit Snape away. First off, very sorry for your loss. My prayers are with you. Um, may, may God have, uh, love and may perpetual light shine upon him for the repose of his soul. And trust me, I understand it because over the summer we had a family member pass away as well. And they, we literally had to pull teeth just to get the family, um, in, in proximity with each other. And I, I still remember just how, I mean, imagine that you're, you're planning a funeral and you're going through all of the stress already and then be told, oh, one, you can't actually have a funeral. Oh, you have to limit the number of people that you can have present there. Oh, you can't be close because you have to social distance. Oh, you have to do this. Imagine putting all of that stress when you're already in one of the most stressful situations and one of the most sad situations that you'll ever have in your life. I think what they're doing right now in the UK, what they're doing right now across the world right now with these lockdowns is downright despicable. It's despicable. It's evil. And it needs to be pushed back. If there's anything that needs to be resisted, it's these unlawful and downright immoral lockdowns. It's not just that we have a right to assemble in this country, in the United States. Human beings have a right to interact with each other. To restrict that by law or by fiat is therefore a crime against humanity. I think it is downright sinful and is downright evil. So, A-Bit Snape Boy, dude, I'm so sorry that you're going through this right now. As I said, I, I, I know somewhat, but even then, when we were dealing with that, we were not in full lockdown. And we were still able to get people together. So, I'm so sorry that y'all having to deal with that right now. But, dude, screw the UK. Screw their government. Screw. I mean, when I say UK, I mean screw the government there, obviously. And I really hope that people in the UK in America, all across the world can start to step up to this and say, no, we're not going to listen to you anymore. Not only does the science not back you up, but you are doing things that are downright evil. <sighs> Again, man, I'm, I'm very sorry to hear that. That pisses me off. That really does. God have mercy on those people's souls that are making those decisions. Anyway, Rhaegar Targaryen says, Spider-Man 3 will be Rise of Skywalker. I think there's definitely a chance that it could be. Rosie G12 says, is anyone else getting superhero fatigue? Yeah. <laughs> That's why I said, I think if these movies start to do different genres, like, you know, how Logan was a very unique X-Men film, let alone superhero film. I think that that would be the best thing for them to do. So that's why there's a thought like, oh, well, the upcoming Doctor Strange film might be a horror movie. So that could actually be kind of cool to see. And you could see other films take on different genres. And again, I think that that's the only way they can go forward to survive, especially with movie theaters, um, you know, being on the down. You know, I, <laughs> you know, speaking of, you know, stocks, you know, I put money into AMC and then of course it just bottomed out. But hey, I'm okay with that because I wasn't in it to make a quick buck, I, I want to support the movie theaters. And so I'm holding. 
I'm holding my AMC and my Cinemark, and they're both down. And that's okay. Because guess what? Right now, Bitcoin and Ethereum are up. Right now, I actually made back all the losses that I had on, on Bitcoin, and I've made like $30 from, from Ethereum. So, but again, it's not about that. It's about supporting these currencies. Uh, JKD says, uh, Odin, what is better, Taekwondo or Thai boxing? Oh, man. Well, I guess it depends on you. I mean, it depends on what you want to do. I think Thai boxing is more offensive where Taekwondo is is more defensive. So I guess it depends on what style you want to learn. I'm no expert by any means. Nathan Slay, I would agree with you on the show. If WandaVision leads up to something bleh, then that will kill any hope that I have for Strange. Yeah. Makes sense. Twirly Wolf says, Silence is a great film. I, I agree. It's a movie that I've seen several times, or I've seen, yeah, I... I watched it once in theaters, and I went when I was tired, so I fell asleep. I watched it again and loved it. And then just earlier this year, earlier in 2020, I was like, I kind of want to watch it. So literally three nights in a row, as I was going to sleep, I watched segments of it, and I was like, gosh, this is such a powerful movie. You got to go in with the right understanding of what it is, though. Yes, Matt Hepp mentions The Mission with Jeremy Irons. The Mission is also a fantastic movie. I agree. Uh, Thursday the Warrior says, for context, if you weren't aware, uh, de Blasio dropped a groundhog three years ago. The animal died mysteriously the next day. The zoo announced it was unrelated to de Blasio's fumble. Yeah, I remember that. And it was clearly a lie. Like, you're going to tell me that the animal that happened to be dropped by the same guy did not have anything to do with that event? Like, that that's just too much of a coincidence to not mean something. Uh, let's see. Rosie G12 says, have you seen the robe? Um, I haven't actually. If, is that the one from 1953 with, uh, Richard Burton, Gene Simmons, Victor mature. Yeah. I've actually, I've never seen the robe. No, I've heard of it before, but I've never seen it. Hardwick says, I find planet of the apes too depressing and I'm a fan of Poe and Lovecraft. Yeah. That first one definitely has just, it's just not, it just feels like it doesn't when you watch them all or think of them all in order too. I think that Dawn and you know, Dawn and War, like the the second and third film in that franchise, I think fit very well together where the first one just seems much more out of place. It's just a different it's just a different thing. Pat S says, "My buddy who works at Jesuit New Orleans gave me a book on a Jesuit priest who gave their lives. They were badass." Yeah, seriously, it's sad that the modern day Jesuit order has so many downright heretics, to be honest. I mean, I'm not going to mince words here. So many downright heretics, especially people like Father James Martin. He is a heretic. There's just no other word for it. Um, and I hope that his bishop and his superior, who his superior is not any better, but I really hope that people start to to call out that nonsense because he's leading people astray, period. Um, and that will be on him. And I... I, I I want him to I want him to repent. I want him to turn around. But it's sad because they are setting such a bad standard for the Jesuit order when there are so many great Jesuits throughout history who gave up their lives. Remember, when the Reformation happened, there was a counter-reformation, which was, hey, we want to reform the church, but we want to also stay in the church. Guess who led that? A lot of it was the Jesuits, man. <sighs> yeah, it's very sad. M. Tax Shark, any film that helps get the word out is helpful, even when problematic. Yeah, absolutely. 
Helena Berger says, At any point in silence is the line, Use your force powers, Kylo, for I am Spider-Man, uttered. No, but I get your reference because, yes, uh, Kylo Ren and <laughs> Andrew Garfield and, uh, oh my gosh, why am I blanking out? Uh, Adam Driver are, are the stars of that film. So, <laughs> Oh, man. I saw this. Snatch face the fool. What's going on? He says, Hail Odin and Hail Fern Gully. Dude, once the chat jumps on me again, I'm definitely going to have to uh, pull up those polls because here's the thing, guys. I saw a video the other day saying that if you use, like, if you do polls consistently, because there's engagement happening consistently, it actually is really good for boosting channels. I have no idea if it's true or not. Um, I've, I've heard some people say it's complete crap. I've heard others say that it, it, it works. I don't know. I'm just having fun with it because it's just fun to come up with different polls throughout the days. Um, but there's been a lot of really close polls. But we have some so we have some winners to announce. Um, and I'll get to those in a second. Uh, Tina says, I hated that I was subjected to Adrian Brody's enormous nose on a big screen at a theater. Context, Peter Jackson's King Kong. Yep. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Twirly Wolf says, St. Paul M. Taxark says, Joe, both great. Yeah, John the Baptist, absolutely up there, for sure. Nathan Slay says, it's Groundhog Day again, and this is pathetic. All these people gather around and freeze their butts off to worship a rat. <laughs> Muhammad Ali Khan says, will Michael Fassbender return as Magneto in the MCU, just like Evan Peters' uh, Quicksilver? Um, he could. Totally could at this point. Electric Media Madness. That's a that's a newer name I've seen. But he says, just wanted to say, long-time viewer, love what you do. Great content and keep fighting the good fight. All the best. Dude, thank you, man. Electric Media Madness, dude. Thank you so much. I really do appreciate that. Thank you for leaving a comment. I, I think there's some... It's amazing when you look at like viewers versus people who comment. I know for a fact that there are people that watch these streams that never leave a single comment. So it's always great to see people who are like, hey, I've been watching for a long time. I just never comment. I just like listening to the... Sh it's like, well, thank you, man. It really does mean a lot. Feel free to, to, to post again. Uh, Thursday the Warrior says, Odin, you should watch Jonathan Jonathan uh, Pagu's review of a scene of the Dark Knight relating it to Christ evicting the moneylenders. Title is The Hero in an Upside Down World. Interesting stuff. Nice, dude. That's cool. It sounds cool. All right, Chad is about to jump on me like it always does. Um, boom. All right, it's jumped. Uh, again, very sorry if any comments have been skipped. I'll double check. Uh, looks like no comments were skipped. Perfect. It's 807 in the chat, 825 in real life, which means it is unfortunately down to members only comments, uh, because I do try and keep it around an hour and a half. So that way I can get up and spend, uh, some time with Freya before going to bed. Um, so let's jump back over to D live for a second. Uh, Daniel Thorne says speed review yet. No, haven't watched speed yet. I'm actually right now almost done with fat man. So I'm actually currently watching fat man. Early review, very much enjoying this movie. Uh, <laughs> I need to finish it, though. So that, that's all I'll say. Um, but Speed is definitely on my radar. It's it's up in the Plex server as we speak. Uh, Will Gentry says, Ian is crazy. He's done way too many drugs in his youth. I can spot those signs a mile away. Uh, we need Adam back. Yeah, dude. I, I actually, when I started watching Tim Pool, it was like consistently, it was after Adam Craigler had, had separated. Um, but... I think 
I, I'm still kind of confused by that because I'm pretty sure they're like still living in the same area. Because like there was a stream the other day where like Tim just came in and gave him something. I'm like, are they still living in like the same complex? Like, <laughs> I'm just very confused by it. I know that he wanted to go off and do his own thing, but yeah, he's 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 a cool he's a cool cat. Will Gendry says we couldn't have a funeral for my nan. God, she died in March, a few days before lockdown started. Even getting a death certificate was hard because nobody knew what was going on, so it got pushed aside because it wasn't urgent. I wish it was that simple, but the majority of people here still support the lockdown. God only knows why. Talk about head in the sand. No, it's because the narrative is being controlled. And most people in general, and that includes here in the United States too, buy into whatever the narrative given by the media and the government. And that's why it's important for us to try and get the word out of what's really going on and why this is a bad thing and why this is downright evil. Daniel Thorne says, thoughts on the glories of Mary book. I've actually never read the glories of Mary. Says there's over 500 death side effects related to the two main companies doing shots. Surprise, it hasn't been in the news. Wow, 500. I didn't know it had gotten that big. Yeah, dude, it's it's kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy just how they are suppressing. And that's a the, the, talking about the Time article that came out recently. They've admitted, like they flat out have admitted that they are manipulating information. They are controlling the flow of information. They've admitted it. So we know that they are controlling the narrative. We know that there are true things that are not being talked about, that being probably one of them. It's crazy. That's why, again, I know that this is going to sound like repetition, but that's why Odyssey and other sites like it are so important because you can get access to that information and not have to worry about having that be censored. So if you're looking for you know, accurate, unbiased, uncensored news... Odyssey is a great place for it. Uh, Will Gentry says, yeah, they live in the same house, but are two bull, uh, bull-headed men. They clashed on something, and neither would budge, so Adam left. Ah, okay. Gotcha. So they still live in the same house? <laughs> That's so weird, though, that they still live together. It's like, wait a minute. They're obviously still friends. I, I don't... I mean, again, I, I think it's because he wanted to just do his own thing, but still. I find it interesting. All right, back over to YouTube. Members only comments again. Sorry for anyone who tagged. Uh, that's just one of the things that happens. And obviously, if you do want it read and don't want it to be skipped, if you you don't have to, but you, if you want, you can super chat or donate. Uh, and that way, that can ensure it. Or if you're a member, uh, again, members' comments get read in these last few minutes. Hardwick says, The main issue with Peter Jackson's King Kong is slow pacing, the miscasting of Jack Black and Adrian Brody, the miswriting of Carl Denham and Jack Dis- Driscoll, uh, Kyle Chandler uh, should have been Driscoll. Yeah, uh, the pacing is a big part of it. This, the very beginning is is just the worst. Uh, Rosie G12 says Nick Cage is way too old to be Superman. Let it happen, man. Let it happen. Uh, that '70s rock fan has to go. Thank you for being here, dude. Uh, Pat S says Evan Peters isn't that tough. Even Emma, <laughs> even Emma Roberts can beat him up. Oh, no, don't say that. Don't say that. All right, members only. Orange Out Review says, Elizabeth Olsen seems like she isn't even related to her sisters. She seems a little more down-to-earth and a lot cooler. Yeah, I'm glad that you added that part because they look exactly the same as far as, like, you can tell they're they're related. But, uh, yeah, she is definitely the most successful, and it's because she is incredibly talented. 
Father Christopher Hail Father says back and I don't have to worry about YouTube striking my video because during the creed I noticed the audio was muted. <laughs> Damn Father. Oh man, we all do it at some point. Orange Hat Reviews. Everyone is young on this channel. Where are we? Wonderland Reviews? What? <laughs> Hardwick says, speaking of Christopher Walken, have you seen Mouse Hunt? He was hilarious in it as an eccentric, eccentric exterminator. The best way to describe the movie is Laurel and Hardy meet Tom and Jerry. I have seen it. It's been years, but yeah, I remember liking it a lot. Orange Hat Reviews. I would tell any lockdown monkey during a funeral to try and keep family apart during a time of grieving. If they tried that with my family, they would be sued into oblivion. Yeah, seriously. So if people have the means to do that, please do it. Uh, right. 8-Bit, dude, no problem, man. I Again, I, I feel very... I feel really bad that you're having to... And your family's having to go through that. That That's, that's uncalled for. That anyone has to go through that. Thank you, M. Tax Shark, as well. Eric K. says, Odin is as mad as heck and not going to take it anymore. Yep, absolutely. Pisses me off, man. Father Christopher Miller says, I saw the movies you showed earlier. Let me know what you think when you finally watch The Great Outdoors. My favorite bit is the raccoons. Okay. I'm sure I will get that at some point. Pat S. Yeah, I heard about this. I saw you mention this on Friday Night Tights. He, uh, Pat S. says, Our mayor, so this is the mayor of New Orleans, is closing all bars until Ash Wednesday and wants to force a 10 p.m. quarantine for people that go to balls or parades in Biloxi and Mobile. Her election is next year. The business community won't forget. Dude, I hope so. I hope so, because here's the thing. If she is the only Democrat running... You have a lot to fight against. You have a lot to fight against because, again, we understand that in our culture and in our country, people care more about the letter next to the name than what they actually stand for. People will go and vote for her again, even though she's a terrible mayor, if it means having to vote against a Republican or an Independent or whoever. So, yeah. Join that fight, man. Because from what I've been told, she is terrible. And I, here, you're, you're talking to someone who's straight edge. I don't drink. I don't like alcohol. I, I, I've seen the negative impacts that it has on people. But to close the bars in New Orleans, to shut them down completely until Ash Wednesday so that they can't be open on Mardi Gras, which is their most profitable day and the most profitable week or two weeks in the year, that, that's killing those businesses. That is insane. That is ridiculous. Yeah, I hope those businesses don't forget. I hope, the vo- I hope the voters don't forget either. Uh, Thirsty Warrior says, when are you going to start doing beard care videos? I am terrible with beard care. By the way, I don't think anyone noticed, I actually got a beard cut. I actually got a beard cut. I don't say a haircut because I got a beard cut. But it is actually shorter. If you actually look at it, you're like, oh yeah. It's not nearly as wild as it was before. Uh, I went to a local place. Actually, it's called uh, Dirty City. And I love the origins of the, of the store's name. It's called Dirty City because... At one point, Walter Cronkite called Chattanooga the dirtiest city in America. And actually, it was from that comment that Chattanooga actually started to clean a lot of things up. So Chattanooga is actually very, very clean now. But anyway, so the reason why, and so in there, in the barbershop, they have on the wall the quote from Walter Cronkite. And I'm like, that's actually a really cool origin story for, uh, for a place. And I, yeah, they did a great job, and I definitely plan on going back. Yeah, I, I would not be a good person to go to, though, when it comes to uh, 
giving advice on that. Father Christopher Miller says, The Robe is an awesome movie. Just stay away from the sequel, Demetrius and the Gladiators. They made a sequel? Rose Easy 12 says, Yes, Odin the Robe is from the 50s with Richard Burton. It's worth viewing. Cool. Uh, Jackie D. Buck says, Kickboxing. Nice. Uh, Thursday the Warrior says, Is Joe Biden a heretic? Joe Biden is... Uh, Joe Biden is guilty of public scandal because he openly opposes church teaching and still calls himself a devout Catholic and still seeks to receive the Eucharist, even though he knows or should know that he is directly opposing key parts of church moral teaching. So I don't know if I'd call him a heretic as far as the definition is concerned, but he is clearly in public scandal right now. And any priest, in my opinion, any priest that gives him the Eucharist is, I think, by extension and guilty of that same scandal because it's a public sin, right? There's private sins and there's public sins, clear public sins going on with this because of his support, especially of the atrocity that is the murder of human life. And the fact that he is supporting measures that's expanding it, making it more prevalent, making our taxpayer our taxpayer dollars going overseas to fund child murder is disgusting. So, hopefully that makes that clear. Orange Hat Caesar's trilogy first installment may be the weakest, but its score every time I listen to it gives me goosebumps of positivity. Very cool. Father says, speaking of bad examples like Father Martin, are you familiar with Father Robert Drinnen? who was a Democrat representative from Massachusetts in the 70s. He's part of the reason they forbid priests from running for office. No, I actually did not know about that. But wow, that sounds terrible. Uh, let's see. Any other members? Okay, members only. JKDBuck76 says, Priests should not run for office. Mixing politics and religion is like mixing poo and ice cream. You won't hurt the poo, but you'll mess up the ice cream. To me, it's not even about mixing religion and politics. It's about priests whose main occupation is the betterment and support and spiritual well-being of their flock. At that point, basically moving away from their flock. You know, it's it's the same reason why priests in the Western church don't get married, because if they were to do that, they would say, I'm fully dedicating myself to my parish, and I'm also fully dedicating myself to my wife and family. Okay, you can't fully dedicate yourself in two different directions. It doesn't work that way. So it's basically the same mindset if they were to actually be allowed to engage in politics as far as being politicians, active politicians. Um, yeah. All right. Chad is going to jump again. Again, we are on members only, so I see some people are still tagging. And again, it's not that I don't want to answer your comments. It's just that we're well, we're well over time, and I do need to start wrapping things up. Oh, man, oh, man. Sorry, former former student was was being a bit of a tool. Doesn't understand the concept of doxing, apparently. It's like, dude, seriously? You should know better. Hate when that happens. All right. Other members. Father says, glad to hear you're enjoying Fat Man. I am enjoying it. It's a fantastic film so far. Very much so. Um, all right. Andrew Hoyle says, I have a poll from you who swears more, Kinnell or Az. Um, oh, damn. I actually think, I think Ryan 
I think Ryan from RK Outpost cursed more, to be honest. I honestly think so. Uh, JKD Buck says, The election wasn't stolen, it was fortified. It's like saying Jeffrey Dahmer was an innovative chef and lounging chain smoker. They found a bunch of butts behind his couch. Ooh! Yeah. <laughs> I see what you did there. Uh, that nobody guy says, I think Walter Walton Goggins, the villain in Fat Man, isn't recognized enough for his work. Even his bits, uh, bit parts are good. Dude, Walter Goggins is a very underrated actor. Um, if you've never seen The Hateful Eight, man, he is so great in that. So good. All right. Any other member comments? Uh, Pat S. says, oh, don't worry. I know two rich Dems that are running against her. It'll work. Uh, I'll work their race for free. Okay, good. Good. Because, again, there are going to be good people um, on either side, I think. More so than her. J.K.D. Buck. I was in Chattanooga in 1999. In 2000, it smelled awful because of the pulp and paper mills. Yeah, it's changed a lot. Does not smell anymore. <laughs> OMB. As our Orange Eye Review says, sorry, but if he challenges the church like that, they should excommunicate him if you can do that uh, to a churchgoer. No, no. I Hey, I, I again, I, I think that there are people... Because here's the other thing, too. There's a formal excommunication, and then there's an excommunication essentially by action. And I would argue, and I think many would argue, that because of his actions of a public nature, he has already excommunicated himself. Uh, which is why the, the priest should then recognize that and say, we, will, we, cannot, we cannot give it to you. Andrew Hoyle says, you think your bars being closed is bad. Our clown of a leader, Boris, has our bars and pub currently closed until April, but says they can't sell alcohol when they do reopen. That's insane. That is literally insane. God. Father says, I think we're going to be surprised at how many people will be saved through invincible uh, ignorance. I got to believe that number is going to be huge. Yeah. Because here's the thing. If it's people like Father, uh, Father James Martin leading the flock astray, at that point, because for those that don't know, to be in hell means to be dying in a state of mortal sin. Mortal sin means you know what you did was wrong and you did it anyway. And I think that if someone's being led astray by someone like Father James Martin, well, then their full knowledge and even their, you know, more so their knowledge in that case is very much in question. Do they really have full knowledge when you do have someone who's in a collar leading them astray, right? There's a lot of question marks there. Now, Father James Martin, he knows better. He does have that full knowledge, and now he's guilty because guess what? What does Christ say about one of the worst things you can do? Woe to those who put millstones around the necks of these young ones. Woe to those that lead the flock astray. So Father James Martin will have a lot more to answer for than the people that follow him. Amen, Father. Pat S. says, Ted Kennedy wrote a letter beyond the grave to support uh, the killing of children. Yeah, disgusting. All right. I need to rush through these things. I need to rush through these things because I'm running out. Father says, priests shouldn't get married because as Christ says, you can't serve two masters. Yep, just like I said. Um, that nobody guy says, it's almost as if making people destitute and desperate for aid so that they are reliant on the government is the goal. Yeah, seriously, right? It's almost like this was a plan. It's almost like they've been waiting for this to happen, right? Hmm. Pat says, that's why I teach six-year-olds. I don't blame you. <laughs> I couldn't do it, but I don't blame you. Thursday the Warrior says, Walter Goggins was great and justified. That's a show I never got to watch. Um, Hardwick says, if you look at patterns of how these things have gone down in the past, the Time article was probably an attempt to get out ahead and spin some new bombshell fraud proof that they'll know drop soon. Could be. Could be. 
All right, that is all of the members' comments. Uh, thank you all very much for your love and support. So once again, uh, before jumping any further, um, hold on, last two coming in. James Martin says, boyfriends, uh, James Martin's boyfriends would hate nine, would hate your chat. Yeah, no, uh, him and all of his friends would absolutely hate my chat. And JKD says, Odin, how does cryptocurrency survive an EMP, electromagnetic pulse? So what's actually kind of cool, JKD Buck, is that cryptocurrency can be stored locally. And so if you have your cryptocurrency on a hard drive and then you just have that in a Faraday bag, it'll survive the EMP. Now, if the entire system's down, well, then, yeah, you're right. At that point, cryptocurrency doesn't survive. Um, But if you think about it in a lot of ways, I mean, your regular currency wouldn't survive. Your gold and silver wouldn't be valuable anymore because what would be valuable? Water, food, basic necessities. So an EMP wouldn't just take out. You know, uh, you know, this end of the world scenario wouldn't just take out cryptocurrency; it would take out pretty much everything. Um, uh, but anyway, before uh, we end things, though, I do want to jump into the uh, YouTube uh, members because I do want to shout out some people. And before I do that, though, uh, here are some of the results from the polls that have been featured on the channel. Uh, so let me go ahead and do my uh, newscast screen real quick. So. We had Avatar by James Cameron versus Ferngully, which I misspelled. Ferngully won 59% to 41% with 352 votes. I believed in you, and you came through. We also had another vote between the movies Hook and Stand By Me, a very close vote, but with 463 votes right now, Hook is the winner with 51% of the vote. We also then had Pineapple on Pizza is Good versus Blasphemy. And I knew, I knew in the end it would win out. Blasphemy. Pineapple on pizza is a no. 52 to 48%. We also had who would win? Godzilla vs. Kong. This, I thought, was pretty much going to be the case. Godzilla got 71% of the vote there with 648 votes. Who is better? This was one of the tougher votes, too. Arnold Schwarzenegger or Sylvester Stallone. Schwarzenegger is up 51% to 49% with 691 votes. And then the first poll I put out was pancakes versus waffles. Guys, pancakes won. This surprised me. Pancakes won 55% to 45%. I did not expect that to happen. Um, But anyway, those are the results of the polls. And hey, if you want to join other fun random polls, make sure you subscribe on the channel. I post those usually in the morning um, around maybe set between 7 and 8 a.m. in the morning. And I post that also on the OMB report as well. It's in the community tab on the YouTube channel. Uh, but anyway, before I go, let me go ahead and shout out my YouTube members who are at the Army of Asgard level and up. So just give me a second as I load that information up. All right, current level Army of Asgard and Keeper of the Bifrost. There we go. So a huge shout out to M Tax Shark, Forever Sci-Fi, FCC 2014, Rosie G12, Andrew Hoyle, Eric K, Orange Hat Reviews, Adam Avery, The Bosco 2000, Twirly Wolf, Jay Stowe, and Aiden Vickery. Thank you all very much for being members. I really do appreciate it. Also, please make sure to follow me over on Odyssey. Again, check out the links in the description. Odyssey, it's going to be my main place for the OMB report. Um, and I black up, I back up all my videos and upload all my videos from this channel as well there as well. So again, check out Odyssey, go follow me over there. Uh, again, I think it's the future. 
It's uh, crypto-centric. It's uh, it's decentralized as well. So I think there's a lot of really cool stuff happening with it. There's apps coming out for it too. And of course, follow me over on minds.com as well as that's my primary social media platform also. You guys are freaking awesome. Make sure that you give some love to the Valks in the chat, to Stephanie B and Tina B. Thank you very much both for you being here and for being awesome, amazing, and taking care of that one troll. Uh, really does mean a lot. Anyway, you guys are all amazing and beautiful people. Tina, go to Odyssey. Trust me. You have you you have Dave Cullen over there as well, Tina. There are people you can go to over there, Tina. Not just me. There's a lot of big names over there right now. Anyway, you guys are all amazing and beautiful people. You D-Live people, y'all stick around. I know I need to do a chat, or I need to do a, a chest, uh, chest open over there as well. Tina B, join Odyssey. Do it, Tina. I'm okay with you not joining mines, but trust me, Odyssey is the way to go. Anyway, you guys are all awesome, amazing, and beautiful people. I hope you all have a wonderful evening, and as always, God bless.